Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. To the Gospel of John, I'm going to read a very familiar verse. A lot of you know, you've heard it. Now we know that that Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, that chapter and the Lord's Prayer, those several verses, it shows up in Matthew and in Luke, uh, the Lord's Prayer. Those passages are some of the most often quoted and read passages in the Bible. But when it comes to one verse, one of the most often quoted single verses in the Bible is John 3.16. And it said, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. And I want to preach a little bit different uh, about this verse than maybe you're used to hearing what this verse is uh, usually preached about. And I want to title this uh, sermon, Love Came First. Love Came First. Father, thank you for your word. It's anointed It's forever settled in heaven. I pray help me to deliver it to the folks today and bless each each and every ear to hear and every heart to receive what you have for us. We thank you and we praise you. We give you all the credit and glory for any good thing that happens in this place. In Jesus' name, and everybody say, Amen. Amen. Clap your hands and you may be seated. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Love came first. So this verse, one of the most read and quoted verses in Christianity, amen, I want to use this verse to point out a very profound and important truth in the Bible. This verse tells us that because of God's deep and enduring love for the world, which is mankind, He gave His only begotten Son. So we would have the opportunity to be saved and not perish, which is the opposite of being saved, so that we could enjoy everlasting life. Amen. Then the profound and important truth I want to preach about this morning is that love came first. Amen. Before everything else, love was first. Amen. And not just any love. I'm not talking about a fleeting love. I'm not talking about a love that can be bought. I'm not talking about puppy love. I'm talking about God's love. Amen. The source of this love I'm talking about that was first is God. And because of that, it is one of the most powerful forces we possess. A lot of people think love is mushy, gushy, and it can't do anything. But I'm here to tell you love is the most powerful thing when it's God's love in this world. It can defeat even the most ugliest of attitudes and situations out there where we think that, you know, that people are being roughshod and run over with their love. Amen. With these other things. I'm telling you, love will, can run over these other things and just melt them away. Amen. The source of this love uh, is God. Amen. And because it's his, his source is from Him, it's the most, most powerful source and force that we have at our disposal. Disposal. Love trumps all things. 
That means love came before salvation. Amen. Because God so loved first that he gave second. Amen. So love was before salvation. Amen. And love also came before doctrines, which means teachings and traditions. Amen. I'm not saying we don't need doctrines and teachings and traditions. Amen. But we don't need them when you put them before love. Praise God. And Jesus even warned. He said, you have, you have equated your traditions, amen, equal with the commandment of God. But no tradition is equal with the commandment of God. There is no tradition equal with the Bible. And the greatest command in the Bible is that we are to love God because God loved us first. Amen. He loved us. Amen. That's why we love Him. We don't love Him first. He loved us first. And that's why we love Him. Amen. And Jesus warned the Pharisees, the scribes, and the Sadducees, the religious leaders of His day, because they put traditions they put their own teachings and they put a lot of things and a lot of emphasis on things more than love. They, he, he said, you guys, you know, you're overemphasizing some of the smaller things and some of the other things. And he said, you should do that. That's fine. But you got to have love first. Praise God. He said, the greatest thing is love and mercy and faith, praise God. Love is the greatest of all things. And we got to make sure we keep it first in all of our dealings with people and with the Lord. Amen. Love is before all things. Love came before religion. And that means, and love came before even the church. Amen. Before a church was born 2,000 years ago, love brought us the church. Love brought us all these things. So what I'm telling you is we can't get the cart, the cart before the horse. We got to have this in order. Amen. Love's got to be number one in our lives. And it's God's love. Amen. I got to love him more than anything and anybody else. Because love came first. John 13 verse 34 said, A new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this, what? By the love that you show to one another shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another. Praise God. Notice what he's saying. He goes, love is the most important attribute that my people need to have and exhibit to each other. Praise God. For he said, those that are without, those that aren't a part of, of God's people and God's church or whatever, that come and observe. They come and check it out. And what the number one thing God is saying that I want those people to see First and foremost, when they come into the assembly and the congregation is the love of God that you have one for another. That's the most important thing. Amen. Does that mean we don't need any kind of guidelines or commandments or teachings or structure? No, it just means we got to have love first. Amen. Yeah, there's structure. Yeah, there's commandments. Yeah, there's things we do and we don't do. And, and there's, there's, there's a, the, the way this church is organized and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's all good and that's important. But we got to have love. By this one thing shall all men know that you're the true disciples of mine, that you have love one to another. Not that you act a, lo- a certain way, look a certain way, and say a certain, talk a certain way. Amen. No, he said number one is love. Love. Amen. Now, 1 Corinthians 13, 
is, the, is called the love chapter. Amen. And in the King James, the word love is, is charity. Uh, and, but uh, in, in all other uh, versions, it's, it's translated love. But that, that word, when you see the word charity in the King James Version, it's talking about God's love. Amen. And, and more specifically, it shouldn't just be called the love chapter. 1 Corinthians 13 should be called the love of God chapter. Because the love of, that comes, amen, that is in this chapter comes from the Greek word agape. And there's several Greek words for the word love. So you read in the, the English Bible and you'll read about love here and love there and love there. It's different Greek words and, 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 and it's different meanings because there's one kind of love from people to people. And then there's another kind of love from God to people. Amen. And that's the agape love. It's the supernatural love that comes from God to people. And that's the love that came first. And that's a love, if we will be smart and wise, that we'll keep first in our lives. Amen. So this chapter tells us right off the bat, it doesn't matter if you, how often you speak in tongues. If you don't have God's love in your life, you're just making a bunch of noise. Because see, some people put certain premiums and certain values on, on certain attributes of Christianity. Amen. But I'm telling you, you better put the highest premium on the love of God over everything. The second thing this, this chapter tells us is if you are used in many of the gifts of the Spirit, and there's nine gifts of the Spirit, you know, the gift of healing, the gift of faith, the gift of discerning of spirits, the, 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 the gift of wisdom, and so forth. There's certain gifts. Amen. He said, even if you're using the gifts of the Spirit, but if you don't exhibit God's love in your life, he said, you are nothing. That's how powerful he wants to really let us know that love came first and love needs to stay first. Amen. And it says, if it tells us that even if we give all our possessions to feed the poor, and if we sacrifice our bodies in Christian persecution and suffering, amen, we do all of that. And if we don't do it in love, and we don't have the right spirit, amen, and there's all kinds of motives that people do things, but if it's not done in love, he said, it profits us nothing. Amen. Love came first. In other words, God's love is greater than all these other things. These things are great and we should do them. Amen. But God's love must be number one in our lives. God's love bears all things. God's love believes all things. God's love hopes all things. God's love endures all things. Amen. Praise God. In fact, this chapter says... God's love never fails. I like that. Amen. I've failed many times. Amen. But God's love never fails. I want to get a healthy dose of that. I want to, amen, put that in my life. Praise God. Am I never going to fail ever again? Not necessarily. But if I have the love of God in my life, it's going to be fewer and far between. Amen. It says never. Can everybody say never? never. It never fails. So what I'm saying is not only did love come first, but love is above all things. Amen. Colossians 3.14, but above all things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Amen. 1 Corinthians 16.14, let all that you do be done with love. Amen. 
So, so I'm talking about our motives, folks. What's our motivation? Because we see in the Bible, some people's motivation, you know, in the, the religious circles of, of, of their day was to, to uh, be seen of men, you know, to, to get pats on the back and out of boys and out of girls and all that kind of stuff. Amen. Uh, but no, we want to do it for love's sake. Praise God. We want to do it just because He asked us to and because he, he, we love Him and He loves us. Amen. Let all that you do be done with love. You see, love is greater than hate. Some people that say, well, hate can overwhelm love. Oh, no. You don't know what I'm, you don't know how, what I'm talking about right here. Amen. I don't care the worst hate out there. Amen. Love can just overwhelm it like a tsunami tidal wave. Amen. Love is greater than darkness. Praise God. In fact, amen. I believe, and you know, for many years before we got this new website, our old website, the head, the the header on the on the homepage, it said, "Piercing the darkness with the love of God." Amen. That was our motto. That was what we with this church, uh, Amen's focus. Praise God. And I, I believe uh, that there's something about it. Uh, amen. We we pierce the darkness with the love of God. Amen. Because love is light and love is good. And love makes darkness go go bye bye. And love makes hate run away. Amen. And whatever and whoever dwells in the darkness cannot withstand God's love. It's the greatest force on planet earth. His love shines in us and through us as a beacon of hope and grace and mercy to a lost and dying world. It's powerful. Amen. It's a powerful light to show the way to a better life for people. Amen. We're pulling people out of the darkness into His marvelous light with the love of God. The book of Jude said, Amen. On some have compassion, making a difference. But on others, pulling them out of the fire. Amen. Some you can just preach about the cross and how Jesus loved you so much that He died for you. And that's enough for the the waterworks to start and someone to get God on their knees and and just give it all to God. But others, that doesn't faze them. Amen. But you know what? The love of God is not afraid to reach down in the pits of hell and pull somebody out. Amen. And say, hey, I love you enough to not let you go. And only love can pull someone out of hell. Only love can pull someone out of a living hell. Only the love of God. Amen. Praise God. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Hatred paralyzes life. Love releases it. Hatred confuses life. Love harmonizes it. Hatred, amen, darkens life. And love illuminates it. He also said, Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. And hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Only God's love. Amen. Love is greater than evil. Praise God. Oh, no. You know, we hear all the stories, you know. Uh, you're one of those uh, Christians. You're one of those goody two-shoes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, boo, you know, boo. Are you scared? Yeah, because you're a goody-goody. You know, I'm evil. I'm a man, I'm a mean person. And all that stuff, hey, what? Love's more powerful than you. 
You know, somebody, people that have the image of Jesus, you know, that he's just having, bouncing little babies on his knee and blessing them. And he's, you know, saying the meek shall inherit the earth and all this stuff and, you know, be like a sheep and, and all that. And, then, you know, that's all true. But they get an image of like, you know, that meekness is weakness and Christianity's a crutch and we don't need a crutch because we're out in the dark world. We're just living and it's dog eat dog out there. You know what? I'm tired of getting eaten by the dogs. You know, you know, I don't like that anymore. Amen. I like to be, amen, with the Lord. I want to be in the light and I want to be bathed in the love of God. Amen. So I'm telling you, the strongest people on planet Earth are the people, amen, that put love of God first in their life. Amen. Love is greater than evil. Romans 12, 21, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Amen. I can overcome evil with good. All right? Let's connect the dots. There's none good but one, which is God, and God is love, so I can overcome evil with God's love because He's good and it's good. Amen. 1 John chapter 4, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Amen. You know, the New Testament has that God is, dot, 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 fill fill in the blank. There's several things that say God is, amen. And some of them are God is one, God is true, God is a spirit, God is no respecter of persons, God is faithful, God is not the author of confusion, God is not mocked, God is rich in mercy. God is the Savior of all men. God is a consuming fire. God is greater than our hearts. However, His greatest attribute is God is love. Amen. Because love was first. Love was a reason why He created us. Love was a reason why He came down to save us from ourselves so that we could get back to His original plan. He loved us so much. Amen. 1 Corinthians 13, 13, that same chapter that we were talking about, the love chapter. It says, and now abideth faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Amen. So folks, love is greater than faith. Love is greater than hope. I know those are good things. I'm not saying it's either or. It's not a, you know, I got love or I don't have good. No, it's, it's all this stuff. But love is the greatest. So when someone says this is the greatest thing, that's the thing we got to put above. Amen. Amen. And when I have the love of God in the right place, my faith is better. My hope is better. And all these other things are better. Amen. 1 John four sixteen, And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. So love is greater than sin, folks. Amen. 1 Peter 4, 8, And above all things have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Amen. I like that. What does that mean? Does it love, you're saying that God's love just excuses sin, it just covers it up. Hey, I'm in the closet. Don't worry about it. No, that's not what it means. Amen. It just means love 
cut some slack. Amen. Love tries to understand. Love doesn't judge automatically. Amen. Even God, in this dispensation of grace that we're the church age that we are right now, God is giving a lot of love and grace and space for people to get it right. Amen. So thank God that many of us, amen, are not living in the Old Testament because we probably wouldn't have made it. You ever read the Old Testament lately? It's pretty rough back there. Amen. God was still God, but it was a different program. Amen. But I thank God. God. Love covers a multitude of sins. Love forgives. Love doesn't hold grudges. Love, amen, moves on. Praise God. Hallelujah. And love is greater than fear. Praise God. And Jessica talked about that last last Sunday in her lesson. Amen. If you didn't get here, get to hear that lesson. It's up on the podcast. Praise God. Failure is not an option. You got to listen to that lesson. But he, she talked about fear. Amen. And that fear uh, tries to come on us sometimes. Uh, amen. But I'm telling you, uh, you know, fear of failure and fear of doing something that we might fail or whatever. First John four eighteen said, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. So what we're after is not just any old run-of-the-mill love. I'm not, I'm not after love that when the money runs out and you're not buying anymore, you don't love me anymore. Or that I'm not buying anymore, you don't love me anymore. That's not the love I want. I don't want the fair-weather friend love and, and the love just when things are going okay. Amen. But when stuff really starts falling apart, then you're gone. Amen. Because you know what? When stuff really caves in in your life, you will see who your real friends are. Amen. And I've seen it over the years, my wife and I, we've seen who our real friends are when, think, when tragedy came our way or when things uh, didn't go good for us in certain parts of our lives. Uh, amen. And it's very, very telling. Very telling. Yeah, look at all these buddies and friends. Woo! And then... Hello out there. Anybody here to help us? No! We're real busy. Yeah. Amen. And then when everything goes back to normal, it's all buddy buddy. But in the back of your mind, you're going, mm-hmm. An elephant never forgets. Amen. Praise God. We need perfect love. Perfect love casteth out fear. Amen. Not just any love. Perfect love. What's perfect love? Agape love. Where does it come from? From above. Perfect love from above, from God to us. Amen. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. God's not given us a spirit of fear. That fear is coming from somebody. That fear is coming from inside, coming from the enemy, coming from somebody. Amen. But I'm telling you, get perfect love, and it'll cast out fear. Praise God. Amen. You know that I was talking about the, the theme, our piercing the darkness with the love of God theme. Amen. Uh, I believe that we not only preach it in this church. 
I believe we live it in this church. Amen. I'm so proud. Amen. If I can say that, you know, like a proud papa, so to speak. Amen. I'm proud of this congregation. Amen. And the love of God that you exhibit, not only to each other, but also to every person that walks in that door, whether it's their first time or not. Amen. I get, we get... Uh, feedback all the time. We felt such love in the, this congregation. We saw such love between you, each other, and we felt love from the congregation like we were just part of the group. Amen. We weren't a stranger. We just came in and we felt so comfortable and so accepted. Praise God. I'm telling you, amen. God said this is going to how you're going to know that that's the true disciples of God, that there's love one to another. Amen. Praise God. God's so good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for your love right now. I pray for your love right now to saturate this place. Amen. So, so keep up the good work on the love. Amen. Some people might say, well, you know, come on, you know, there's, you can't just put, you know, one topic out there. You know, there's more to life than love. Not really when you look at it this way. Amen. If you don't have the love of God in the right spot in your life, then your life is not going to go good. Because we just saw it right here. Amen. It's greater than faith. It's greater than hope. It's greater than all these things, good or bad, the love of God. So how do I get that love in my life? Amen. Well, Paul told us in Romans 5, 5 that the love of God is shed abroad or it's poured into our lives by the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit that's given to us. Amen. When we receive the Spirit of God in our lives, the love, that agape love comes with it. Amen. When we're born again of the Spirit. When we're, we talked about it on Thursday night. We talked about receiving the Holy Spirit last Thursday night and concluding that uh, series. Amen. And the Bible talks about being baptized with the Spirit. Talks about being filled with the Spirit. Talks about receiving the Spirit. Talks about it's a gift of the Spirit. Amen. It's the promise of the Father. All of those are synonymous terms of the same exact experience that God wants each and every person to have. Because the promise is unto you and everybody. It's not just for a privileged few or some predetermined, predestined few. Those are all those doctrines and traditions I was telling you that they're not in the right spot. Amen. But love conquers all. Love is above all. Because God is love. And He's there's none more almighty than God. That he's the first and the last, and He's the beginning and the ending. He's the Alpha and the Omega. Amen. He, he which is and which was and which is to come. He's the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. There can be only one Almighty, because that's a singular term. And that one Almighty and all those terms and titles, he, he is, His chiefest and greatest attribute is love, and He loves to give it out. Amen. So I, and the best way to give it out is he gives it out as as we receive him in our lives. He brings his love. It's shed abroad in in our hearts by the Holy 
spirit that's given to us. Amen. Would you stand? So good to see everybody this morning. And we just want God's love. Amen. I'm not saying we don't have it. Amen. Or exhibit it. I'm just saying if we need to adjust our priorities, we need to move it up some notches so it gets gets up in its rightful number one spot. Amen. Because the love of God and God Himself are so closely related that they're inseparable. And that's why it comes truly when His Spirit lives inside of us because we need Him in there. He's not just putting the love in there. He's coming in and He brings in love and a bunch of other good stuff with it. Amen. Praise God. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.